Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm David. And this is the Practical Guitarist Podcast. The podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar. Practical Guitarist Podcast is brought to you by Great Lakes Guitar Pickups. Great Lakes Guitar Pickups provides fantasy tones at prices a practical guitarist will love. Featuring top-notch construction, attention to detail, and a fully custom product, if you can dream it, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups can probably build it. Follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pickups. Are you a regular listener? Why not? David here reminding you of all the ways you can participate in the Practical Guitarist Podcast. Subscribe using your chosen podcast app. Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. Find our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Practical Guitarist, or on Twitter as at Practical Guitarist. Support the show. Merchandise is available in our Threadless store at practicalguitaristpodcast.threadless.com. And donate to us via Patreon, available at patreon.com slash practicalguitarist. Reach out to us directly via email at questions at practicalguitarist.com. Hello, Jim. Hi, David. You had to break that, man. You had to laugh. Like, I do it every time. At this point, you should know that you're going to get a middle finger when this episode starts. It's just going to happen. I'm that person. You'll, you can say, Jim. I have, I have, and show it to me. I have a giant rubber spider in my hand. This is made of rubber. You can see, and then poke it, show me how it's not alive and everything. And still laugh. Then throw it at me, and I'll scream like a little girl every time. <laughs> All right, so we got, so we got a cat, a cat-centered guest coming up on. Uh, well, it may have already passed when this episode airs. Actually, yeah, I was going to say it'll probably. Jim and I today are recording a pair of episodes for the holiday season. Uh, yep. the episodes are holiday themed in a way, and mostly because the holidays get hectic and we want to make sure we have consistent content. So. And, and the fact that, um, these we're actually in a time machine. We're in the future. <laughs> we're looking back on how shitty the holiday was for us and, yeah. uh, making wow. some decisions now that could affect the outcome. Well, I can already say that that even beforehand of reading the future, nobody is buying me any gear. Um, uh, I, I think I think that might change. I am getting a um, uh, my my kids have bought me um, a Game of Thrones mug, which looks really cool, really badass, and um, replica eggs from the giant dragons. That's cool. Put up on the hearth. So that's, that's pretty cool. When are they going to, um, now I've got people giving me Facebook live stuff. I thought it was actual oh. message. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Make sure mine is muted. Yeah, I, so, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, I'm going to kill yep. this now. Yep, mine's um, muted. And now Siri is asking me. I, I Apparently Siri said, I thought I said, how do I kill this now? Um, <laughs> I will tell you, Siri. <laughs> Let's see. Power off. How about that? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit since the the holiday season is upon us and regardless of your religious beliefs, many people trade um, gifts this time of year. And what we kind of wanted to do was go over some of the ideas that people have, whether they are related to um, a particular religion, such as Christmas or Hanukkah, or if they're just gifts that don't. Yeah, that don't actually have one. Well, I was thinking like, you know, if somebody gets you those silly, remember the Christmas, the, the Santa Claus who's got a guitar and he sings Christmas music? Don't, yeah. don't get me one. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I, so, I'm sure that my family, I'll be sitting with them when I listen to this and they'll go, oh, we didn't get you one. And I'll say, I know. And I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Well, and then I and still then nobody want to wants to tie with the guitars on it either. I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, that I have that. Somebody has bought me musical notes. Um, you know, the staff, you know, the, the guitars on the yeah, tie. The, the, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna be the first one to admit there are silly things that I do like. That, so me too, me too. The the cutting board, for example, that's that's shaped like a guitar. One of these days I'd like to get one of those. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't want to buy it for myself. I want that to be a gift because I have a cutting board, but it would be cool to have one shaped like a Stratocaster. And every time I go, I am just relicking it. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Jim, I would I would pay to watch that. I thought about so you should have said that on arts, YouTube, or you should have said that. That should have been saved for YouTube content. <laughs> yeah, music and arts. I, I might actually do that with a uh, with a Squire bullet or something. Oh, you know? make that into a cutting board. That would be exactly a real yeah. Squire bullet. Every time, every time you, the knife digs in, you pull out some some urethane lacquer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just relicking it. Why does this steak have? Blue paint in it. <laughs> why does your Why does your guitar smell like prime rib and turkey? I don't know. <laughs> Every time I pull it out of the case, my my Gibson smell like candy, and for some reason, the Squire smells like steak <laughs> and, and eggs. And egg. <laughs> oh, that's gross. But anyway, but I think that I mean, if you're going to relic a uh, guitar, why not have some fun with it? Sure, sure. I mean, I I take the paint and stuff, folks. For those wondering if I eat paint, no, I'm not three. No, he he tries to he tries to avoid lead at all costs, (laughs) especially at my age. I I um uh I would definitely remove the finish quite deeply before I started. Well, I have a friend at Guitar Center. What he did was um so he's he's a guy that works there. He's one of the managers, and he bought a bullet. Um, that's why I'm thinking about doing this. Um, uh. He bought a Squire bullet, and what he did was he stripped it, um, you know, and beat it with a baseball bat, did a whole bunch of cool things. Then he stuck it in a fireplace for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen some cool stuff you could do with fire and old bodies. Yep. yep. Um, I, I, the one I saw, the guy took a heat gun, so he wrapped the, he wrapped the guitar neck in wire, and then he yeah. took a heat gun to it to heat up the wire, and then it would put these interesting, it actually made the, the neck look almost like it was flame. Yeah, it puts like it a was a very cheesy looking flame, but <laughs> it was hey, if I get a if I get a maple neck and I stick it in a fireplace, is that baked maple? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so, but <laughs> well, it's it's lightly grilled. Well, that's hey, what, what kind of neck is no, that? It's a this maple. <laughs> Jeff Biaziadecki, who's a, who's a listener of the show, um, he works at Good Time Music, and uh, this came up because he was like, he was like, man, he's like, I forget what guitar it was. Oh, I think it was the Ibanez Genesis. He's like, man, if those had a baked maple neck, like I'd be all over that. And I was just laughing because I'm like, take maple. I'm like, I'm like, why don't you just like take a heat gun to it? You know? <laughs> I, mean, I know they do something a lot more. So I'm no, sure. they have an At oven. At least they say it's scientific. Yeah, it's it's probably, it's probably just like. It's not stick it, in the oven. 400 yeah, degrees. I mean, yeah. Well, I fire. think they're, they're shooting it at several thousand degrees, but. Um, okay, I, I'll I, put it on broil. So what they're doing, my guess is what they're actually doing is like they take a rough neck, they throw it in an oven, and then they probably sand it down to remove any yeah. of the burn marks on the outside. Um, oh, I want the burn marks there. I want this guitar to say, this was cheaply relic. Yeah. I want it to say that. I, I want That's it to actually really guitar. interesting that you're like, you're like, I want the shittiest relic job I can possibly <laughs> do. <laughs> well, I saw, so um, a guy who did a really interesting <laughs> job, if you guys um, get a chance, check out Phil McKnight's uh, channel he reliced one he's called it he calls it the beer bottle the beer bottle opener guitar and he shows how he he put this guitar he, he took this like um uh not a warm the trim to open beer bottles well no it's even funnier okay so he, he got this this uh kit guitar right and i'm sure like i said you could do this with a um uh, a squire but you'd have to take paint off squire this thing came unfinished so anyway long story short he did the stuff I'm talking to. Him. He scratched it. You know, he took a, a dog chain yeah, to it. Right, right. Something. There's all kinds of shit you can do. Yeah, and he burned it. Like you were talking about, he took a seat, a heat gun to it a bit, you know, in all kinds of places. He really made it look really cool. And instead of finishing it with like a color, he just finished it in a lacquer, a clear lacquer, so that you could see all the stuff, right? And then to top it off, to make it to make it the right thing, he put a beer bottle opener on the butt of the guitar. That's a great idea. And then he goes, he goes, now I'm going to show you how this beer ball opener works. And he, and he has a thing where he goes, then he, then he has an outtakes and you have to, it, guys, oh my if, gosh. if you even have a minute to watch the outtakes video, it's really short. You see him try to open the bottles and it does not work. And he's, and he's gets beer all over himself and all over his That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so, hilarious. It was actually a lesson in what not to do, even though it goes, 
And here it is, because he got the one take where it goes, and it opened. Most of the takes, it opened and beer went all over the place or the top broke off. And it, that, it was that is absolutely hilarious. It is um, hilarious. So but we're talking what, about relicking as, as we're talking about this. Um, I saw a guy, because you know, everybody says you can't relic a urethane guitar and make it look good. I saw a guy on YouTube doing it with a razor blade. I mean, it was time intense. And oh, I'm sure. I'll, I'll be honest. His relic job, I couldn't have told it was it was uh, nitro from from looking at it. Wow! Like, or it, it wasn't nitro because he because he had done some real work, like making sure the checking looked good, making yeah. sure that the the wear pattern was good. He actually started with a picture of a of a real guitar, and then right, kind of like worked it so it looked similar, and yeah. and was real careful with it. And then like he would take deep gouges out when he'd remove finish, so it would look like you know people would be hitting and whatever with rings and that kind of thing. It was it was exceptional. But I, I was gonna say, Jim. Relic guitars are super cool, but don't take your significant other's guitar and get it relic for them for Christmas. No. That's not a good idea. No. no, and that's the thing. If you want to get a relic guitar get, or relic a guitar, and and for those spouses who want to beat the shit out of a guitar, then give it to their other spouse. Then buy a Fender Squire Bullet or something like that, something inexpensive. Yeah, because use, I mean... A used Epiphone. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have as big a problem with... Now. I don't have as big a problem with getting a like a used guitar and like beating it up or even getting yeah. a new guitar beating it up, provided that's how you deliver it to them and you know that's kind of what they're into. Um, right. But don't take their guitar off the wall and be like, this sounds like a good idea. I'll go pay for his relicking fees. When the you, guy's like, yeah. what? <laughs> you did what to my 1975 yeah. mint? Yeah, I could see some stuff and some shit like that happening and someone yeah, being really would, angry. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. Um, but all that said, I think some of the, um, I think what people forget often is that relic, what is the purpose of relics? Um, as far as the useful purpose. Well, the say. way I look at it, yeah, the useful purpose, of course, it makes it feel broken in. Right. Um, right. and people tend to forget that, that like, that's why relicking really started was because Keith Richards wanted another guitar that was worn in the same way as his original, like 50, whatever Telecaster. And they and yep. they made him one, and it was like, oh, now everybody wants one because it's you know, like there's no other guitar on earth that's worn that way. And so um, that's that's why that started, and then it became like a more popular thing to do. I honestly think that um, as a visual thing, like I get it. I, I just don't think that it's authentic, and I think people there are still people that are buying custom shop fenders kind of under the the likelihood that on stage nobody will know the difference kind of deal. And right. uh, though that's true, I mean, I don't know. For me, like that would just feel it would just feel wrong. Like I have principles and I I live by my principles too much. Um <laughs> that's, that's what I'm slowly learning. Um I think, yeah, I think for me, if I was gonna buy um uh, a guitar that that I was gonna relic, again, I would get something inexpensive just to learn on it. Um you know, but then I can, I can beat the living shit out. Of it. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, I hate the idea of paying somebody to do it for me because right. number one, like it's really expensive to have done. Uh, some of the places around here are like seven, 800 bucks. Oh, and yeah. it's one yeah, of those. It's time intensive if you do it right. Yeah. Well, no, I get it. I mean, but the thing is, you know, you can do a lot of the same things at home. If you're, if you breed up and be creative like if you have a nitro guitar and you want to relic it just get some get some uh canned air flip the can upside down and spray it down it'll it'll yeah. check all over the place um you can't do that with with urethane though i mean you got to use a razor blade fake it right so i really if you're gonna if you're gonna relic a urethane guitar i mean i have a i have a friend who has one that he that he relic himself and it looks very natural it looks like it went through a war but it doesn't look like you know, it looks like a urethane relic, like a, like a guitar from the eighties that has just been played, like played to hell. It doesn't right. look like, you know, a sixties relic where there's like all kinds of playware and stuff on it. And it, and it's done very tastefully and yeah. it looks cool. I'll be honest with you. Like, that's what you would expect an eighties Stratocaster to look like if it's been played every night. So. I think, yeah, I think that, that, uh, doing stuff like that, you know, again, it comes down to, uh, what is it you want to do? with the guitar I if you're going to relic it like i would relic one and then maybe give it away on the channel or you know something like that but i would relic it do we where 
Do we at the very least? We have not mentioned. Okay. All right. You know what I'm talking about then. Yeah. The the return. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can discuss that in your own um, on your own here in a second. But I (laughs) I would get an inexpensive one. I would relic it, you know, and then I would I would customize it to the within an inch of its life, and then give it away. Because I mean, that's really I mean, if you're going to give it away, relic it right. You know, take the paint off, make it look cool. Um, I think a strat would suck because a strat's got so much pick guard. There's what's the point of that, really? Yeah, I mean, unless you're going to try to make it look like SRVs, right? And a telly would at least have a little more show. I, I, that, I, don't know. I mean, I kind of like the relic look of the strats because they always get yeah. that that arm contour wear, and yep. that's the big thing that I like. Because I I was playing mine yesterday, and my arm was kept getting stuck on the finish. I'm like, now I see why people want to do that because if you because I was I don't normally. So for a long time, I never wore, you know, T-shirts that um, ha- didn't have long sleeve, like longer sleeves on them. And I was wearing right. one yesterday that it was about half the length of what I normally wear. And I was getting my arm stuck on it. I'm like, now I see why people remove that because it, it's snag free then. Well, see, that would be where a, a pickup mule would be cool in that I could I could beat the crowd out of it, use it for a pickup mule and then give it away at the end. OK, well, yeah, so that that's coming. Uh, a reminder to folks who are listening. Um, we are doing the the pickup uh, demo and uh, giveaway um, for twelve months of pickups from uh, Nick. Uh, I spoke with him the other day, so I think we're I think we're good to go on that. Um, we're online we for up, we need to figure out the rules um, of the giveaway, but I think I think the main thing is you're going to have to be you're both going to have to like our Facebook page, not just the group, the page, right. and Nick Bonner's page as well. Yeah, um, at the very so, least. There's yeah, not a whole there, lot to that, folks. I don't. I, we don't. We don't spam things, so it's yeah. not like. Uh, <clears throat> the main see- thing is we want to build. We want to build some some brand interest for for Nick. So the thing is, we're going to have like I was I've been toying with the idea of doing some sort of a competition where like okay, so you like the two pages, and then you have to find the secret message in the episode, right. you know, and then once you have the secret message, and you can send an email to us, and they'll enter you in the drawing. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be cool because then it would show that at least you took a few minutes to listen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're we're giving away you know twelve sets of pickups, uh, and uh, I'm really excited to be doing that. And uh, yeah. yeah, we had uh, we Jim was just talking sets of rules. Yeah, <laughs> just just to drop out of our topic for today uh, for just a second, um, we had a return happen this week. Um, so if anybody remembers back last month, I think it was around the fifteenth, um, I returned that Ibanez S series I ordered that was shipped in a gig bag. Uh, and uh, shitty carpet, <laughs> um, wrapped, carpet. wrapped in shitty carpet. Um, and so here's where it gets real fun. Uh, I am, of course, returning this instrument, and uh, I sent it out. And eBay told me that it, the case was basically resolved. I didn't get my refund right away. Um, and I looked the other day, and I saw. And this is about ten days ago, fifty days ago. I looked, and I saw it was sitting at the post office in the city where it was going, which is in Texas. And uh, it had not been picked up, and it was going to be returned to sender within seven days. So I called eBay because I wanted my money back. Number one, and I said, "What the hell, guys? Right. You, you told me I was going to get my refund as soon as it was in the mail, um, you know, with four days processing or whatever." So they right. closed the case while I was on the phone with them, and they're like, "Well, well are, we're going to go ahead and process a refund for you." Um, and I got my money back, and then a, yesterday or the day before, uh, a big box showed up at my house, <laughs> and uh, of course it was a guitar, and I'm. I, now I'm like, what the hell? So I called the I called eBay, and eBay says, um, reach out to him, which he has not responded to a single message I've sent him, which I've sent him several um, since back in October. Uh, I, I believe it's the 11th, which means that um, if he doesn't respond, uh, I guess I get to keep it. That's what that's basically what eBay told me. So they told me to hang right. on to it for seven days, let him let him you know give him a chance to answer the message. And then we can go from there. Um, but it, I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. Dan Kish and I were talking about it. It, it may end up being a show giveaway guitar. There's a, that's a possibility. Um, it may end up being something that I slowly work on and try to do something with it. And I have no idea what. Um, Kish is kind of an amateur guitar. Uh, he works on guitars and stuff. Amateur. And we might, we might try to do something with it. Show theme, whatever. Um, yeah, and so that's that's another idea. That may, depending on what happens with eBay, that may come to 
Yeah, I mean, so I'm just waiting to hear what's going to happen now at this point. But yeah, the, the psychotic guitar just does not end, and it just keeps ending up in my life, whether I want it to or not. So part it's that's why part of me is like, maybe I shouldn't give it away. Maybe this is my curse to bear. <laughs> it's literally a bad penny. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. Um, I I don't know. I just it's a whole thing. And I also talked about parting it out and putting the money into the show's resources so that we have some finances to back the show up because i wouldn't have bought that thing had it not been for the show so i don't feel right like just taking the money for myself um, so obviously when this when this posts we'd like to see some folks um uh talk about the gifts that they would like to get oh so yeah here's, absolutely here's the things so let's we all know about the shit that nobody wants right yeah, yeah we talked about that last time and the hats and the stupid shit like that i mean some of us like the t i like i the like t-shirts i like the, i have I the, like I don't mind a hat. If you're going to give me a Marshall hat, I'm not going to complain. Right. Or a Fender hat, but don't get me a hat with a bunch of guitars on. It looks kind of silly. But um, like if, if my family was to give me like um, one year, they got me a guitar shirt. It's a button up shirt. I, yeah. Many people have seen it. It looks like a Hawaiian shirt, but it's got like, instead of Hawaiian things, it's got a bunch of guitars. Most of them are um, Gibson style guitars. I don't think it's, I don't think it's actually. Yeah, it's not branded because you know, Gibson branded, would sue no. you. <laughs> but I do have one, which I'm sure somebody got in trouble for which has like a bunch of Fender and Gibson guitars on it. Yeah. And it, it's a t-shirt and it says something like uh, live to play or something. Yeah. Yeah. And those, and, and those words that say like world's okayest guitar player. I think that's kind of funny. It's kind of cool. I've got yeah. one. Somebody gave me that says, um, everybody asked me to read it when they see it. Cause it's got all this lettering on it. Um, I think they just want to look at my fat, sexy body. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Jim. Um, it's, it's that's uh, that's me being Mister uh, taking care of me. Let me tell you. <laughs> um. Anyway, there's plenty of plenty of space for words. <laughs> it says on it, uh, uh, "Money can't buy happiness, but it can buy buy guitars, and that's the next best thing." Or something. My whole thing. Is so so like for clothes. If somebody's gonna get me t-shirts, like I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't wear t-shirts. I can't anymore because I work in an office. Like I don't buy clothes I can't wear to work because right. at this point it's just, it's just wasted money. I'd rather spend on guitars. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. Embarrassing, right? Exactly. <clears throat> um, I'm sitting here. Uh, uh, according to um, uh, music go round, I can buy, uh, uh, I can buy up to 20. Uh, it says up to 20%. It doesn't give me any rules on it. Yeah. Off on used gear. And I'm thinking, Go buy one of these seventy dollar, eighty dollar uh, bullets. Squire Affinities. Okay, yeah. Um, Affinities have gotten better over the years too. I mean, I I had one years ago that came through my hands. I was working on it for some <clears> time. <throat> Man, uh -huh. it was a piece of dog shit. Um, the the, the uh, adjustment screws for the bridge and stuff just stripped out when I was using them. And stuff. I mean, it was dog shit. It was I've never right. seen anything that poor quality. But I know Not they've bad. gotten better because I've seen some since then where I'm like. Yeah, all right. And, you know, I could see somebody be using it as a first guitar. Um, yeah. and, and beware, though, because those things, this, the truss rods strip out really easy on them, the, the, nut, the adjustment nut. So um, make sure you're using the right adjustment key before you go to town. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we should devote a at least a little time at the end of the episode to talk about things we like um, that we think are cool and that, you know, would suit a lot of different guitar players. Um, I know somebody I know is talking about they're going to get a katana head for Christmas, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I, I have one. Um, I mean, that's that's a cool idea. Like amplifiers are one thing. I so I the problem with musicians is there's a lot of personal preference in in everything we do, and um, sometimes I'll I'll admit sometimes personal preference gets in the way of finding the right stuff because I've had shit gifted to me. I'm like, I would have never bought this myself. But then I played around with it and I was like, you know what? This is actually really cool. And it's making me do something I wouldn't normally do myself. Um, and it's ended up, you know, coming back to actually help me. So I think there are certain items that that work out in, in that regard. Um, I, the things that that always annoy the piss out of me are like the little micro amps, like the little, yeah. the little Marshall micro stack oh. everybody gets as a gift at one point. Yeah. Uh, oh. Who the fuck wants that thing oh i mean it, i got one that's a re-gifting right now that's a re-gifting yeah it's like oh that, i don't want to send a dame next year <laughs> that's like getting one of those little mini boxes of wine have you seen them now yeah now the, yeah the 
box yeah. of wine is like a glass of wine. Well, it's a, I guess it's a couple of glasses. It depends on how big a glass you use. Um, for me, it's it's <laughs> it's a glass and a half or something. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just like, why would I want that? My thing is, and, and, I, and I didn't even think about this last year, but find a band that they like and get them sheet music like with tablature in it. Right. For that band. Right. That's one of the coolest things you can do because – Let's face it, a lot of people, we just get our sheet music off the internet. But honestly, if you go to like Hal Leonard or somebody like that, it's usually way, way higher quality uh, than the tab oh, yeah. is, you know, if and it's a guy on YouTube or whatever. So again, I use sheet music, um, uh, sheet music plus and uh, sheet music plus they have a huge and I, I say huge, I mean, over one million songs. Um, so if you have a budding guitar player in the in the house or whatever, that's I don't know about you guys, but that is a great that would be a great gift and it helps yeah. with that. Or get get any number of let's see uh, for some of the um, writers that that write good books. Obviously, and we talked about this before: Andy Allador, Tom Kolb, mm-hmm. uh, that's K O L B. Greg Cock, Greg Cock, obviously the Gregory Cockery. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you know uh, Chris Brooks. Um, these these folks that make awesome awesome uh, books that you know that can do a little self help, you know, get, right? Get your get your um, budding guitar player get get lessons even for the advanced guys. That's a those great idea us, too. Yeah, those of us um, who have been playing a while, there's there's still things you can learn. And I mean, if anybody says they've got nothing left to learn on guitar, this is not, no, it's not a tuner. This is a metronome. No. And, oh, oh yeah, I had one of those. A lot of players don't have a metronome. A metronome, and yeah. you can get them. At, you know, you can gift them an app on their phone, or you can get them an actual physical metronome, which I prefer. Um, yeah. And or and or you can get them a tuner. I mean, hell, the Boss TU three is what ninety nine bucks. Yeah, and it is bar none the best tuner I've ever used in my life. Yep. Um, yeah, the Boss TU three the. Um, the, what else is there? The Polytune. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the, the Polytune. Korg, the, uh, the Korg Pitch Black. I mean, yep. pedal tuners are what I would prefer, so that's why I'm bringing them up. But, I mean, even just the the standard run-of-the-mill, like, little plastic tuner you stick in your gig bag. Or Ask a clip-on they, tuner. Yeah. Ask them if they need a plug-in. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, you can get um, you can get cables. You can get uh, cable. Quarter-inch cables. If you get quality quarter-inch cables for anybody, nobody's going to bitch. Right, because okay, that's that's good stuff, um, or even just like a nine volt power supply. If they got a lot of pedals and you know they're buying batteries all the time, this is like for specifically for significant numbers. If you if you're always getting told, I need batteries, I need nine volt batteries. Get them a pedal power two plus. Yes, Voodoo Lab or one of the other comparable uh, independent power supplies. That's one of the best I, investments that you can make. Yeah, dude. Um, I bought. I've had three of these now. I bought two. I sold them and I bought another one. <laughs> yeah, a Furman power strip. Um what I was talking well, yeah. about with a, Yeah, what I was talking about with a plug-in is like a DAW plug-in. Like get them, you know, their their favorite set of pedals. You know, Fender makes a whole yeah. pedal plug-in series. Yeah, VST plugins and and uh or, or and or a multi-effects processor. I know people are like, oh well, you know, that's a real preference-based thing. The boss GT1 is like 130 bucks or something. It's not even expensive. Yeah. And I'm sure you can uh, get one of those 20% off deals on it. Yep. It's tiny as hell. It'll fit in a gig bag. And for anybody who's like, oh, well, I got to go to rehearsal and carry my amp. It's a big pain in the ass. Well, if they rehearse the place has a PA, GT1, all day long, plug that thing in, don't care anymore. Because right. you just you just save them like a lot of extra effort to have to bring gear for, for a rehearsal, which they don't necessarily need. Um, Absolutely. So I, I think a lot of those things, and, and that maybe you have to kind of preface it that way. It's like, yeah, I know it's not as good as what your normal rig is. Like, I know you have a Helix, but the whole thing is like the GT1R is supposed to be, uh, it's more portable for you. And I thought it would be cool, you know, out of convenience to use that. Now, I'm sure you'll get your 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 dickhead, like, people out there. They're like, oh, I got the Helix. I'm not using that. Yeah. Um, just like the people that are selling their Helix to get the Helix Stomp. Um Look, I'm not I'm not passing judgment, but I just showed Jim that you know basically the the interface for the Helix, yeah. uh, that he HX edit software on the computer a few minutes ago, and there's a big fucking difference between the the main Helix and the, the HX Stomp because you only get one processor. 
and they limit that processor. It's not, it's not uh, clocked the same way that the big one is. So you only get eight blocks instead of, you know, however many blocks until it runs out of processing power. Um, yeah. So I think that's fine. Eight blocks is, you're going to get a lot of use out of that. I just think it's a lot, I, it's a lot of money for eight blocks. I um, think if, you know, if you have the expendable money, obviously, I, and if you have a Helix user, well, um, using, can't you buy, um, can't you buy, uh, added, um, uh, IRs for that? Uh, well, yeah, you could, buy, that's a great idea. And I was going to bring that up. Um, so the HX stomp, I think where it really fits for, for players is like the guy that's got a pedal, a full pedal board and he needs something that that can do amp modeling. Yeah. And it does that, do the IRs. You can get IRs from all kinds of places now. Own Hammer, Three Sigma. Um, I have IRs for both of those people, both of those groups, people, whatever you would call them. And then I also have, uh, I have IRs from, from Celestian. Um, the Celestian IRs are amazing. They're not, they're not expensive. I mean, you can get the whole kit, I think, 60 bucks or something. Um, and, or you could buy individual ones if you know there are specific cabinets they like. Uh, the other thing is, I, I know Mesa just came out with their line of, of IRs, um, which I, which are made in collaboration with another company. I forget who. If you got somebody who's got a Kemper, and you could buy them profiles for the Kemper. Uh, I, in fact, the Doctor Z profiles are out, and they're great. Um, and they basically profile every amplifier they bring out now because they know so many people are using the Kemper. Um, if you really want to spend a lot of money, I mean, obviously you could get somebody something really really nice you could buy him a kemper or something like that but i don't think I, I don't think you have to do that to make a musician happy and i think that's i get mad when i see people buying cars for people and shit on christmas because like look we we don't i if that's if you got enough money that you're going to do that fine I, I i understand but for the most of us like that sends the wrong message to our kids when you have to explain to you know little johnny that you know his uncle bought his wife a car for christmas it's like well why did i only get this shitty video game console you know, it's like, it's like, well, because some yeah, people exactly. have money and some people don't, and some people understand the meaning of Christmas and some people don't. Cause what I was trying to explain to my daughter this morning, you know, I was like, Christmas is about family. Um, and, and for, for us, because we're Christian, like it's, it's about, you know, Christ and all that. Um, but for anybody who's of any other religion, like you have your own reasons and I'm sure you would explain it to your children the same way. Um, the, you know, it will com- uh, complicit with what, you know, what you believe. But the the whole point is that like, I think that we get a little bit crazy and spend a lot of money on a lot of things. You don't have to do that. That's why I'm, I'm trying to look for things that are like in the lower end of the spectrum, like the Boss GP one. Um, there's a lot of cool pedals. I mean, if you know what they're into, uh, you can go to your local store and you can usually ask and get some pretty good advice about what pedals are you know, cool for. Uh, the IRs, I think, are a huge thing, though. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I probably would have forgotten or glossed over um and for a lot of guys that do a lot of home recording i mean if they don't already have a bunch of irs saved up and i know people that that there so you like i see in the helix group every once in a while somebody will post here's my here's my file share site with all my irs that my free irs that i've collected from various places because everybody does like sample irs and some of these guys got like five or six hundred sample irs you're sitting there going holy crap you know um i think I think the purchased ones I found are typically better, but you you get kind of a handful of them and you just use those over and over. So if they've already got IRs, it's probably not such a great idea. But <clears throat> yeah, but if you're getting them, um, like it, again, it's it, it it comes down to really just asking and saying, hey, you know what? Um, I've been thinking about spending, you know, and give them a budget because in reality, the old um, oh, take the price tag off, and they'll never know how much it it costs is stupid. so honestly. uh i you know and i don't it's like i just i know that the things that i gave my wife that are on my list are too expensive for us to be buying i'm like i don't really want anything else i, I it's just gonna be wasting money unless she buys me like you know strings and things like that which are on my list by the way um that's that's always any of the wear parts you get on guitar strap locks strings yep. straps I mean, the common stuff that every guitar player uses, capos, uh, slides, um, picks, if you know what brand and, and style of pick they like, those are things that are staple items. And frankly, I just kind of expect that my wife's going to buy a bunch of that stuff every year because it's easy, you know, and it's there and it's, and I'm going to use it and I'm going to love the fact that I've got it, you know? Um, so 
I mean, they're common, easy things that you get. And if you got a guy that's really into tech, I mean, you might really think about, or a guy or gal actually, it's really into tech. You might think about, you know, like iPad software for guitar. I know there's that musician and different things like that. Um, and of course, any of the modelers are, you know, like that we were talking about the Boss GT1, that would be perfect for somebody who's into uh, technology. So um, all that stuff's light years ahead. And I, 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 so I forget where it was at. Um, some of the members of our group were involved in this discussion. I think it was over at uh, Pedal Boards of Doom. And there's a guy like, fucking modelers suck. I would rather have a Tech 21 product over a modeler. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I get it. You know, Tech 21 makes good stuff. I I, I do. I've owned some of their stuff. Um, I really think the fly rigs are cool. Um, I like the the modeler series of pedals they did where each, you know, pedal is like a different amp. Um, but I'll tell you right now, modeling is not what it was 10 years ago digitally. Like it, it, the, the the Helix is on par with anything that Tech 21 is putting out in terms of the modeling. Um, the course are completely different products. Uh, one is completely in the analog domain. The other one's in the digital domain. But I would say you're going to have the same result either way. And I saw that guy saying that. I was like, you don't even know what the hell you're saying anymore. Like you really don't. Um, just not comparing the same thing anymore. So anyway, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, we, we want to try and find things that are going to fit, you know, the musicians in our life. Sometimes it's better to go more broad and to find things that maybe aren't as on the surface musical. You can always buy iTunes gift cards or whatever music service they like to download their music. Um, get them a couple of months of, I, you know, iTunes music or you know, Apple Music, or whatever you call it, um, it's Apple Or, you know, God forbid, Spotify, or something like that. Those are all things I think musicians enjoy. I don't, I've yet to find a musician that doesn't listen to me, so. <laughs> exactly. I think that as far as um, uh, the music thing goes, find something that is, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, that is from their favorite band. I mean, we've, a lot of our um, most listened to, listened to episodes are about though, the shredding and learning side of things. So I think that um, at least for our listeners, I don't, I don't think the money would be wasted um, if people showed them this part of it and just said, hey, you know what? Or at least made the hint that, hey, you know what? I'd really like to get some learning stuff this year. Sure. Uh, you could also get a... Uh, you could get a Patreon um, for this year, and uh, <laughs> oh, nice job, Jim! Nice job. <laughs> I slipped that in. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. No one would notice. Oh my! You know what? That's a great idea. Let's get let's Patreon the show for a couple bucks. We um, love our Patreon subscribers. We do. We do, and um, and that's why um, uh, you know I I joke. Obviously, if you if you Patreon or don't Patreon, we're I've seen um, shows, this kind of ticks me off. I've seen shows now where they're like, oh yeah, we have awesome uh, um, uh, Patreon subscribers. So we're going to do a Patreon only giveaway. We're going to have a giveaway where if you're a Patreon person, you get 50 more entries than a person that's not or whatever. I'm like, uh, I mean, I, know, I, that just, I get it, but I, I can kind of get it. But like, it's, we don't have enough people to even worry about it. <laughs> So, um, but, uh, I, I don't know that that's something we would have to take into consideration and have a big discussion about before we did anything that way. Anyway, I would really rather give away to the whole populace and yeah, maybe the give way them that, an edge. Well, no, I would never, yeah, I would never give up. I mean, maybe let the Patreons, um, uh, help. We got, we got other things we give our Patreon. We give them, we give them exclusive access to watch the show being recorded live. We give yep. them uh, exclusive content. I've done a couple rants, I think now. Um, oh, you have? See, I was going to do see, one today. Posting, and I was like, I've been posting some stuff in the uh, in the uh, Patreon, you know, subscriber thing. Yeah, you'll ha you'll have to show me how to do that so that I yeah. Can well, I mean, you could just send it to me and I can post it for you. I don't care. Yeah. Um, either way, it's easy enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we're flexible too. If you're a Patreon subscriber to our show, just you know, hit us up if there's something you think would be cool if we did, and we'll we'll consider it, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. These will be, as far as shows go, 
Um, these will be a couple of the last shows we do that are two episode a week shows because yeah, we're going yeah. to video. Content. We're on episode ninety four, I think. Yeah. Um, so, one thing we left out, Jim, we're talking about Patreon and get people to subscribe show. Nick Bongers, if you it, so like, let's say, let's say my wife says, "Man, I really want to get my husband some pickups for Christmas, right?" And pickups are like one of the most divisive things you can possibly buy for guitar. Definitely. Um, you can go to the store and you can be like, oh, well, I want a metal pickup. Well, you can get active pickups. You can get, you know, passives that are extremely out of the, you know, ballpark of gain. You, there's all these different things you can do to make that happen. And so if you go to Guitar Center, like, you don't know what the hell you're going to end up with. And you don't want to know whether you're, if you don't play guitar yourself, whether you're a significant other or, you know, your friend or whoever you're buying them for, is you really going to get the use out of them um, that you think they are. So what I would say is, Hit up Nick Bongers and talk to him and see if he could build something that is in the realm of like, okay, so these are the bands that he listens to, you know, because he can do that and he can kind of like poke around and say like, well, this sounds like this to me. And like, I think I can do that with this, and especially if you know what kind of guitar they have. Um, and even if it's just limited to like, oh, well, they have an Epiphone. He can make a, you know, kind of estimated guess about what kind of pickup is going to work well for that. Um, and that's a cool thought. Like I, I honestly, if my, if my wife bought me pickups for Christmas, I'd be like, what the hell? Like, where does she come up with this? And then to install them and find out they're actually good. I'd be like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That would be, that would be a great. Uh, yeah. Cause I think great. pickups are such a personal, they're such a personal thing anyway. Yeah. Um, that, that would be like unbelievable to get, not only to have somebody have the forethought to buy me pickups, but to buy really good pickups. You know? um, so what kind of things are you hoping to get this year? Let's close the show with what are you hoping to get? Um, I'm hoping to get a brown eye. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that, that was a little divisive. I'm sorry. It was a little double entente there. Um, I was going to say the, uh, the, the uh, pink taco, but <laughs> that, that, that also would be uh, a little divisive. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, you could blame uh, Dave Friedman over there for, for creating that, that horse shit. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I, I so I, I have my list for Sweetwater. I could probably pick it up, pull it up real quick. Um, I, I sent my wife a list. It basically had some Ibanez guitars with Floyd's. Um, I'm looking for like either a Gem Junior. Uh, I like those because they're mahogany bodied. Even the cheap, like expensive Gem, like the cheap Japanese Gem, is like fifteen hundred bucks and it's basswood. So I would rather have a mahogany guitar basswood, in my opinion. I, not that it's not a tonal thing. I just don't like the way the basswood wears. Like it tends to be pretty soft. Every time you touch something with it, it like gets a ding. Um, so that's okay. kind of. And then I, I also I had some pedals on there, reverb with a with a pre delay control. Um, I the boss, what is the uh, the angry drivers on there? Those are oh, waiting yeah. at the bottom of the list. Um, I uh, put put a cabinet on there, a Mesa Lone Star cab, uh, and an attenuator. Um, but I mean, honestly, like, I'm not expecting much. Um, yeah. it's just that that's pretty much the stuff that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> be would be interesting to me. I mean, honestly, uh, Year of No Gear has taught me that I can get by with a hell of a lot less than I thought I could. So, um, but what do you got? What do you got on your list, Jim? Well, I've pretty much got, uh, I've got learning books on there. I'd like to see, I'd like to get Chris Brooks, um, uh, you know, the speed thing. Um, I have a couple of Annie Aldorn's books on there. Um, I, I've been looking at like, uh, I'd like to get a digital description to subscription to guitar world. Um, so that I could stop getting the, paper one but then every time i think about that because I've, I've thought about that for a few years now and then every time i think about it i go oh, i really like getting the magazine in the mail one of those things so typically i ask my mother for that she gets it for me um every year so it costs her a whole 12 dollars or whatever by the way all those <clears throat> ibanezes i listed were like 400 bucks i mean the gem juniors are a little more expensive but yep not expensive i mean I'm I'm talking Indonesian because like I know that li listen I don't have a Floyd guitar right now I'd like to have a Floyd guitar so I can get into some of the whammy antics and stuff like just not something that 
came up. So, and then right. Jim, Jim's uh, still looking at square bullets here. Well, I'm just sending you links because right now they're 20% off and it's today only and they're $60. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder which one I should go after. You know, I'll just grab one of these two. They've got two. Shit, it's 65 bucks. Buy them both. Resell That's, one. <laughs> I, there's a guy right now. I, I reached out to him on the marketplace. Yeah. He's got two, two Squire um, uh, package things. They sell them for 30 bucks a piece. Yeah, I mean, cheap guitars, as long as it's a reputable manufacturer, you can't go wrong with cheap guitars for somebody, too. Because yeah. honestly, if you get if you get somebody a square bullet, like they're going to find some use for it, even if it's just an alternate tuning guitar or something like that. Like, yeah, like, like what I'm doing right now. You know, I am a project. You know, yeah. that was the thing years ago is people would buy guitar effects pedal kits. Yeah, um, it's almost like, uh, you know... Um, Suddenly, project guitars have to be expensive. They don't have to be expensive. They can be inexpensive. No, they're, no I think they, the, the vast majority of project guitars are still ghetto as hell. They're like real cheap. Um, they start cheap, and then they get expensive when people start putting bare-knuckle pickups and shit in them. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before, um, where uh, you get um, a pedal or, or whatever. Um, or, or no, a guitar, and then you soup it up, and then a couple of years later, you go, ah, you know, I don't want this anymore. You're not going to get any more money for it if it wasn't souped up. So make sure you save all the original crap. So at least you can part it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in a bag and just label the bag so you have it for later. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, you know, for, for this year, I, I'd love somebody to get me a year of lessons yeah. just so I can sit down with somebody and have them look at some of the bad habits that I've come up with over the years. And uh, I don't know where that Chicago accent came there for bad habits, but uh, <laughs> you've been hanging out with me too much. Um, I guess so because I've never <laughs> bad habits. Yeah, you know <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. I got. I'm gonna go see the Bulls <laughs> and the Bears. There's no R's in Chicago. I'm giving. I'm giving Jim the look because I know I don't. I don't have that fucking accent either. Uh, yeah, I know. He, he has the yeah, that bears. No, they don't have no. R's the in their bears. words. The, the bears. And I don't even like the bears. I don't like football. I'm not. You guys can roast me in the comments if you want, but you don't like football. Oh my! Uh, not a real. I mean, I'm a hockey fan, and I and yeah. I like I like uh, um, ultimate fighting MMA stuff. Like <laughs> basically, I like to watch people get the shit kicked out of them. Um, yep. yeah i mean who doesn't like that <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah it's better when it's a sport i mean obviously i don't want to watch somebody actually get the shit beat out of them you know unknowingly yeah. Yeah. um a little bit different if you get in the ring and you you realize that's going to happen to you <laughs> exactly so those guitars would be uh 50 bucks a piece that's not a bad deal yeah dude i would um i'd jump on that i would i would go over there right after we get done uh podcasting today and pick one of them up well, the black one's already beat up, so it's on its way. So that would be that would be a pretty cool project thing. Um, yeah. The other one, I'm sure the wood is kind of you know, but I think it would be funny. It would be fun. You know, we did this whole episode, and I want to I want to say something at the end before we before we wrap this up. Sure, we're about ready to wrap up. Yep. Um, I know we talked about like, oh, well, musicians won't like this, like kind of thing. Look, look, look. Let's face it. Anytime anybody gets a gift, they should be liking it. And the reality is that That's I right. can sit here and wax about like what's a good gift and what versus what's a bad gift. But the truth is, if you bought me anything that we've talked about on the show, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like I because I don't expect to get anything. That's that's what it boils yeah. down to. So just remember, like, that's really the ultimate goal here is to make somebody happy by just knowing no you time out peace of mind to think about. Right. For your musician friends, you took the time, you know, I I go out, so my bandmates, you know, I'll go out and I'll buy them stuff. I know what strings they use. I know what stuff, you know, so I'll go out and I'll get some stuff for them. I know that those are the things that, that make them happy. You know, whether it's a case of the, the beer that they like or yeah, yeah. Um, a box of strings that they use. Um, I have a string club subscription. You know, that's what I, one of the things I do. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I'd like to fold on this. So my son bought me actually i think my wife bought it and my son found out about it one of the either he bought it and 
Yeah, um, it's anyway, just one of those like, yeah. So he bought this thing, right? And he goes, he goes, Dad, I returned this gift I bought for you that's guitar related. And I had to laugh and I go, what was it? And he goes, it was one of that thing where they, um, uh, it's like a hole punch and it punches out the credit cards. Oh my God, the credit card quick punch. It makes picks out of it. He goes, he goes, you'd probably get one or two uses out of that. I said, if I got one, that would be pretty good. I said, because that might be a good way to get rid of my credit cards that have been causing me all these troubles. Yeah, yeah. And then you would definitely be, you'd be years with no gears. Of course, of course the thing with me is like, I'm holding up two $6 picks, one in each hand, you know, and I'm like, oh, oh the gravities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, these are, uh, these are V-Pick. But I, I now I, I just told Jim recently, now I'm getting to the point where I'm actually sanding down the edges and stuff when they get blunt so I can yeah. make them pointed again. I'm good enough at sharpening knives that I figure, oh, I could probably sharpen a pick, right? Um, right. So, and, and I've, I've been pretty good at it. So I'm actually like, I've had, I think I've ordered a total of like 18 or 24 V picks and I probably have 22 of them, which is pretty impressive given that I've been using them for about five years now. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can make things work. Like I don't really want to spend a lot of money on picks. Of course. I just, I just shave them down now and keep going. So yeah. But, uh, and the reason I said this, that credit cards would not be thick enough for me as a guitar pick. That would never work. I did look at uh, buying acrylic and the stuff you need to cut it to make, you know, the same shape that I get out of V-Picks. And, and I could do that. If if V-Pick ever folded, like, that's probably what I would do. Because nobody yeah. makes the this kind of pick with this shape and this material. And, like, there's – I've looked. Um, I really wish Dunlop would make a pointed triangle uh, prime tone. If they did that, then I would be all over it, but they don't. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody, and whatever else you celebrate, be it Hanukkah or, you know, whatever other holiday you have and you choose to worship or not. So, yes. Uh, trying yes, to be this inclusive. Is post, yeah, this will probably be one of those po- ones that post during the holiday week, so, uh, or, or just before it, so. Right, right. Happy, happy whatever it is, and yeah. uh, but whatever it is. I hope that you, I hope that you uh, enjoy time off. I hope you enjoy time with your family yep. because regardless of what, uh, what you believe in, um, you know, time with you get time uh, to spend with your family, which is really exactly. cool in this day and age. So. And this, and these days that is, that is Limited. worth gold. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Uh, I have been David. I've been Jim. And we have been the practical, practical guitarists. guitarists.